have some grass. Aunt Susan won't see you. Oh, no thanks, man. In a scene like this, you get a contact high. <laughs> KXSF, LP, San Francisco. This is my happening, and it freaks me out. Rock Neto. Welcome. I see you found your way into my humble dwelling. And like most people who cross this threshold, I see you have many questions. By entering this space, this sacred space, this humble shack, this dwelling of mine, you have consented, of course, to a decision, a choice, and the nature of choice in this world of ours is there's really no decision at all. You already know what you're going to do. It's 2.03 p.m. in San Francisco, and that means that we have the absolute pleasure and honor of talking to, to Chelsea Wolf. Chelsea, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm extremely happy and honored to be able to talk to you, to be honest. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. How's life at this very... Where are you at this very specific moment? How's life for you? It's all right. Yeah, I'm at home. I've been at home pretty much this whole time <laughs> since the pandemic started, but I'm getting a lot of work done, so that's cool. That is true. Totally. You live in the Sierra Mountains now. I, 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 yeah. I saw that. Yeah, I think I'm about three hours from you, something like that. I know. Totally. Totally. Yeah. How's living uh, like that now now for you? Because I know you lived in, in, in LA for a few years. You're from Sacramento yeah. originally, but then you decided exactly. to move to, uh, to the Sierra Mountains. How's, how's that for you? It's good. At first, I wasn't sure if I would like it. But now that I'm living out here, I don't think I ever want to live in a city again. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Exactly. Totally. What's the best of it? Well, you know, is it the calm? Is it, uh, you know, you know that everything's quiet? Like, you know, how? how what's yeah. What's the best uh, uh, for you for it of it? I mean, of course, I love being surrounded by the trees and the mountains, and it's super quiet out here, which is really nice. Um, especially compared to like where I was living near downtown LA, it was pretty wild all the time. But really, I think the best part is when I am touring a lot, like I was before this. Um, COVID stuff happened it was such a nice balance you know like tour life is so crazy and you're around people all the time and then it was really cool to come home to this really quiet space and just sort of like process everything and write new music so it's been a bit different just having like a lot of quiet this year but I've just been leaning into it awesome we spoke off the air about uh, how this radio station this 102.5 FM uh, KXSF is so high on Mrs. Peace it's a great, yeah. great, great project. It's a, a project by you and and, uh, and Jess. Let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah, thanks. I'm glad you guys are digging it. Um, Mrs. Piss is me and Jess Gowery. She also plays drums in the Chelsea Wolf incarnation. Yep. Um, and we've known each other for a really long time in Sacramento. Back in the day, we had a like heavy rock band called Red Host. And yes. then sort of went our separate ways for about seven years and then when we reunited i think it was like new year's eve 2005 basically everything just came rushing back from our friendship to our musicianship and we you know started writing songs together again pretty soon after and eventually became mrs piss totally and was this uh, project an album uh, recorded during lockdown is, is this a uh, uh, part of the outcome of these weird times for you guys um, slightly, but not really. Like we had basically been working on it for like three years, just when we had time. Cause okay. the, you know, the tour schedule for, um, the Chelsea Wolf band was pretty heavy after we released his spun. Um, 
and we would kind of just like write songs when we had some time off in between tours and we would get a lot of inspiration being on the road together for that whole time whether it was lyrics or just like conceptual ideas or whatever so we were kind of just like recording it slowly as we could and then once you know things shifted this year it was kind of like we should just release it and you know got the mix done and everything and put it out there and luckily you know sergeant house was happy to put that out for us and you know it's really cool to have like a home for it because originally we kind of envisioned it just being like very diy and like putting it on Bandcamp and not even telling anyone it was us so totally. it's cool to like have a different vibe but yeah yeah because the digital version of the album was released in may the, the 29th of this 2020 And the physical uh, was, uh, what, like a couple of weeks ago, no? October 9th. Yeah, exactly. Totally. But well, it's a great piece of rock and roll, and we deeply, deeply, deeply enjoy it. And I, probably you've seen that uh, you guys are, like, in the top tens of the releases of the week uh, for KXSF for the past three or four weeks already. It's great, great, great awesome. stuff. Thank you so much. Totally. Uh, how has uh, the situation with, uh, with lockdown has been for you? I mean, you're... Uh, practically basically isolated in the Sierra Mountains. How has mm -hmm. this affected you uh, personally and creatively? Well, actually, it's kind of strange because last year I sort of intentionally took some time off of touring because I was starting to feel like I was going to burn out and I wanted to sort of learn how to like take better care of myself. And I, you know, just, yeah, took like eight months off of the road, but I focused on making my acoustic album during that time. Yep. And just like, totally. you know, learning how to basically like totally record and mix and everything from home um, with help from my bandmates, especially Ben Chisholm, of course. And yep. then, um, so I guess that kind of prepared me for this year in a way because, you know, I had like a tour planned in March and I was over in Europe about to start, but basically I had to go home and been home ever since. And uh, yeah, so like being able to record at home and stuff is just obviously great for <laughs> this because I do feel super creative. I didn't at first. I think like a lot of people, it took me a while to sort of process a lot of like just what was going on in the world and you know it's always that way but totally. eventually I started to feel super creative again and my bandmates and I have been starting to write a new our new album which was the plan anyways but um, you know it's been a little bit different because we wanted to do all of it like in person together with all the writing but we've had to do some you know sending stuff back and forth and then we'll gather when we can everyone like takes a COVID test and stuff but yeah so we've been getting a lot of writing done despite everything Totally. Yeah, I saw on Instagram that you guys are working on new music, and that's great news. Mm -hmm. You want to yeah, talk about it? Do you have any any specific maybe date for a release of a new single, or, or how is it going for you no. guys? Nothing like that yet. Honestly, we're just still in the writing stages, still, you know, conceptualizing everything and uh, hashing it all out. So it'll be a while before there's any like dates announced or anything. Awesome. Well, I hope it's soon because, you know, we're huge fans of your music and yeah. the, the world is better when there's a Chelsea Wolf new music out there, Mrs. <laughs> Peace music out there. I'm Thank you. I am very interested in your creative process. Um, you know, I, I really, really enjoy your lyrics. I know that, uh, obviously, the music as well. I know that you've been writing uh, poetry since you were very, very young and... Mm -hmm. um, You know, that's, for me at least, it's one of the, the, the coolest things about your project, about your music, your lyrics, uh, your, you know, your, your, your writings. How does that uh, creative process work for you? Like, where do you get uh, the inspiration for, you know, to write uh, maybe a poem, to write uh, maybe, you know, a song or how, how, how is yeah. it? Where, where does this come from? 
Yeah, to be honest, my one like big rule is to never ignore an idea. So okay. I'm always writing stuff down, always recording little ideas, whether it's lyrics or a melody or something. <clears throat> so essentially, I just have like journals full of like whether it's just a word or a line or a few lines or something and it's pretty typical that like after about like a year or something I'll start to sort of see a pattern in a lot of the themes and things that I've been writing about and so I'll sort of like I don't know it's almost like doing a found poem with my own words you know (laughs) like I just have these like pages and pages of words and lines and I'll kind of just sort of start looking through them and seeing like the connections and then I'll you know write a, a song or just the lyrics to a song based off of like based off of that essentially so yeah does that make sense totally definitely so <laughs> so it's is it lyrics first or uh music first or is, there's no rule you can just uh, create uh, something called randomly how does that work for you yeah it kind of depends i mean so many like i've played with so many different people over the years and i, I think like this particular incarnation of the band is really strong. We write, we write really well together. We're very much like a family, a musical family. Um, and so more and more like, you know, like Jess wrote like the guitar and bass and drums for one of the new songs we're working on. And so that's like a totally different energy than like, if I come with like just an acoustic guitar and some lyric ideas or something, or, you know, sometimes Ben will have like these, these basically like electronic demos that he'll bring forth and so each each song brings about like a different energy and sometimes i'll be like oh this set of lyrics that i wrote out will totally fit this energy or sometimes something completely new will come up like i think the most fun is when we just get together and actually jam you know like play a few play a song a few times and then like something completely new comes out whether it's like the melody or the words that I wasn't expecting, but yeah, basically, you know, the boring answer is each song is different. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Hey, you released a, 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 a cover last week of uh, David Lynch and Peter Ivers' uh, song in heaven six mm-hmm. days ago, well, last Friday. Uh, why? Mm-hmm. How? What was the, the reason of, uh, of uh, picking this specific song to cover it? Yeah, well, I've been doing this like month of creative prompts mm-hmm. over on Instagram with my friend uh, Bill Krasaki, and that that day was surreal. Um, each of the prompts is very much like open to interpretation, and so like surreal, you know, I automatically think of David Lynch, and I've always loved that in Heaven scene and that song, and totally. always considered covering it. And so it was just kind of like, I don't know, these creative prompts are kind of just pushing me to like just do something and release it without it having to be like for an album or saving it or overthinking it. So that was just like something I did in a day and then put it out there and it was really fun. Excellent. And also uh, going going back a little bit about uh, the creative process, I know that uh, you have uh, 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 issues with sleep paralysis. Uh, how's that going for you? Is it still uh, uh, happening to you? I ask you this because I have the same situation. Mm, okay, so you yeah, understand. I understand how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it actually used to be a lot worse when I was living in L.A. or like in Sacramento before that. And, you know, around a lot of different people's energies and Mm -hmm. just a lot of, yeah, stuff going on all the time. Um, So I think that sort of affected it. I don't know. It seems to. I would wake up a lot in the middle of the night and have these sort of shadow figures moving towards me. And sometimes it felt like actual presence. Sometimes it just felt like residual energy that was like 
I don't know, stuck in my brain or something. Um, and then, yeah, when I moved to the mountains, like it definitely got a lot better. It definitely still happens sometimes. Okay. I can't really, I don't really know why, but what about you? How does that happen with you? Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's been happening uh, very heavily lately, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm trying to discover and to find out if there's something that triggers it, that, you know, that, uh, yeah. that makes it uh, happen to me. But I'm kind of clueless, to be honest. That's why that's why I wanted to to hear your uh, yeah. your opinion about it. But I know that it, that this also uh, you know influences your 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 music and your lyrics and all that. Yeah, definitely. I think like I've I've never been uh, a good sleeper. That's basically like where half sleeper that name came from. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> resonate you, with. Yeah, when even you still. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. When, when you told me about half half sleeper, that you know, that's what everything made sense for me. Yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah so basically you know i still struggle with like insomnia and sleep paralysis and just feeling that sort of like in between state of am i asleep or am i awake and that's really how i felt as a child a lot like i would be in school or something and i don't know if it's because i was so tired or what but i would just totally. be like am i dreaming right now and i know that's <laughs> actually something that you can ask yourself when you're lucid dreaming like am i dreaming uh -huh. um or you're supposed to like ask yourself that all the time to get into the habit of lucid dreaming so i'm just really interested in that kind of stuff and can you control have, it though um no i've only had lucid dreams i think like two or three times and okay. it's like pretty recently like a few years ago i had my first experience and then sort of been chasing it because it's so fun and weird yeah and going back to spirituality you're a very very spiritual human being i know that Uh, you like uh, tarot, you like uh, witchcraft, uh, spells, and all that. Um, does In these very complicated and weird times that we're living in this 2020, does this uh, help you in any way to stay sane, to feel better as a human being in this messed up world of ours? Oh, definitely. I think one of the best parts of starting to really follow a path of witchcraft was like the mental health aspect. I feel mm -hmm. like it really goes hand in hand. Um, at least for me and being home this year has been really cool too um, in the sense that like a lot of witchcraft revolves around the cycles of the seasons the cycles of the moon so actually really being like in one spot and seeing all those changes and being able to sort of like celebrate each change and you know use that as like a sort of personal ritual has just totally. been really special and really like deepened my love for all of that um So, yeah, I think, and, like, tarot has always been, you know, without even realizing it, it's always been, like, a really big help for me when I'm struggling. I would always just, like, pull a card and get some perspective, because that's really what it is for me. It's not like I'm, you know, saying I can tell the future or something. I'm really just, like, getting some sort of spiritual perspective and thinking about things in a different way based on, you know, what cards I pull. And, you know, then after that, you can sort of, like, journal on it or something and it really helps you work things out it helps me work things out for sure totally were you into this since a very young age since you were a kid or or is this uh came to your life yeah. uh lately i don't know a few years ago. yeah i mean for sure i was always interested in this stuff like honestly a few years ago i realized that like stuff i was already doing was very much like in line with you know a lot of rituals and uh the path of witchcraft so it was basically like really a natural progression totally do you, uh, do you do spe spells do you believe in spells i ask you this because uh, i interviewed a, a musician from spain la bien querida 
uh, a year ago and she's she's into witchcraft and you know she you know she explained to us here on the air uh, you know like uh, how misre misrepresented it is in, in the world and everything and she mm -hmm. recorded an, an album her last album was actually a spell that's uh Oh, you know, wow. Yeah, she included uh, I don't know pictures in the in the in the LP and, and and all that. So I wanted to ask you if uh, if you're into that too, if you can if you can do spells and all. I mean, I think like like I said, a lot of people and I was definitely like it's like you're already sort of casting spells in a way without realizing it true. a lot of the time. Yeah, true. You know, like even just the simplicity of like glamour magic or something like getting dressed to feel the way that you want to feel or something like that it can be really simple um i don't i don't really like to talk about like my personal practice very much to be honest totally. i think like sure. mostly i talk about tarot because i've been talking about that forever and like that's just that's like a pretty well-known thing and a lot of people are open to it but yeah i don't know if i really want to talk about my personal like work in that sense but you know like i said i definitely follow the cycles of nature and, and cycles of the moon and do a lot of energy work based on that whether it's for the world at large and you know protection for other people like especially this year it's been a lot for like protesters and True. things like that um or whether it's like for something with myself like a health issue or something like that so yeah it's really it's really special and really fun and positive and powerful for sure totally um chelsea well i want to thank you for taking the time to do this interview uh like i said we're huge fans of your music not only myself but a bunch of my fellow djs when they knew i was going to interview you i got like so many text messages by the way they were like oh my god you're <laughs> talking to chelsea wolf awesome that's incredible okay uh and Ooh. to finish the interview what's the plan for today what are you going to be, uh, be be doing uh today uh for the rest of your day well Probably working on demos at some point for sure. Nice. So that's just kind of like an everyday thing right now. Um, and then, yeah, I'm like I'm announcing something later. I've been doing like a project with DC Comics. I mean, nice. it's basically already announced, but like this, okay. there's these episodes. Basically, it's a new uh, series of comic books called Death Metal. And there's been these sort of like episodes like video episodes and they asked me to voice wonder woman which has been super fun awesome <laughs> um, excellent so how, yeah so episode two, episode two is coming out how was that did you, rec did you record that at home did you voice it at home or how, how did that work for you yeah basically just like they sent me the lines and i did it at home yeah and where can people uh, see these or find it um i mean i'm sure if you search like dc comics death metal but okay i mean it's yeah it, it pertains to like the DC Comics Sonic Metalverse, so you can look that up. Awesome. And yeah, it's, it should be easy to find, and I'll be posting about it on my Instagram today and stuff. Excellent. I, I found it already. That's, that's awesome. Awesome. Cool. Chelsea, thank you so much once again uh, for taking the time to do this interview. An absolute honor. And uh, we invite you officially to come to the station whenever you're around San Francisco. It'll be cool to, yeah, if you can, you know, you want to do a live session for us, we do those here and stuff, and it'd be really, really cool. cool. Awesome. Very cool. Thanks to, for taking the time to talk to me. I appreciate it. Thank you. And to celebrate the interview, let's play something by Mrs. Peace. Which song do you want me to play out of uh, uh, self-surgery? Let's do Mega Babes. It's um, the MB01. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Uh, take care, yeah. and I'll be seeing you as soon as possible. Take care. Thank you, you too. Bye. 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 Excellent. Uh, Chelsea Wolf uh, via Skype. It is actually the first time uh, that I do an interview via Skype. 
and yes indeed it was a really really cool combo uh this is the interview 198 that we have done in 18 months it's uh it's incredible we had a really really cool time in the past uh, couple of years uh we'll be talking to king gizzard and the lizard wizard in about uh, 40 no 38 minutes so stay tuned this is uh we're gonna start with the with the regular rock netto with the best of the best independent rock and roll race around the world this is uh, mrs peace with mbotwo the song that she requested in rock netto Peace with MBOTWO in Rockneto at KX702.5 FM, San Francisco. Generous support of KXSF San Francisco Community Radio comes from Charles Neal Selections. Since 1998, San Francisco based Charles Neal Selections has been an importer and distributor of fine wines and spirits for wholesalers, retail stores, and restaurants across 17 states. Learn more about Charles Neal's focus on imports from family-owned operations throughout France by visiting the website at charlesnealselections.com. Thanks for your support. The music never stops. Finally, some good news. KXSF has been awarded a 2020 grant by the Rex Foundation, the grassroots giving arm of the Grateful Dead in France. With the Rex Foundation's help, KXSF will keep the music playing in San Francisco and beyond. You can invest in KXSF, too, by going online to kxsf.fm and clicking on the Donate button. Thank you, Rex Foundation and all our listeners, for supporting San Francisco Community Radio, KXSF 102.5 FM. Yes, indeed. Uh, thanks to the Rex Foundation. They uh, gave us a grant. Thank you for supporting uh, independent radio. Let's go to the music and play something by Pretty Sick. This is Angel Landing.
from New York City that's pretty sick with Angel Landing in RockNetWatKXSF now let's go to Chicago, Illinois and play something by Om this is mine in RockNetWatKXSF until 4pm Chicago, Illinois, that's Om with mine through Sub Pop Records. It's a brand new single. Now let's play something new by the Code Hangers. This is Wi Fi. in Rocknet of KXSF.
From Sweden, this is Catham with the Sveriges Sherlock in Rocknet.kxsf. This is out of their 2020 Bakra Lochner score album through Welfare Sounds and Records in Rocknet.kxsf. Voting matters, elections matter, and my voice matters too. 
I am an immigrant and your vote will have a major impact on my life and all the immigrants who can't vote yet. We are counting on you to vote. Send in your ballot now or make a plan to go to the polls on November 3rd and don't forget your mask. Go to vote.org to find your polling place. This message brought to you by your fellow citizens at KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. Underwriting for KXSF comes from City Beer Store, a welcoming community-based gathering spot to sip a beer while you browse the shelves. Since 2006, City Beer Store has been at the forefront of the craft beer movement and now features a full-service kitchen alongside the bottle shop and their curated draft beer menu. There's plenty of seating, an outdoor patio, and fine wine and ciders as well. So visit City Beer Store at 1148 Mission Street between 7th and 8th. Thanks for supporting KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. Yes, indeed. Uh, remember that we're in the middle of a fundraising drive. Go to our website at kxsf.fm and click, and click on that donate button. Help us out so we can stay on the air. Now let's go to Zurich, to Switzerland, and play something by Annie Taylor. This is Telephone in Rockneto at KXSF. From Zurich, Switzerland, that's Annie Taylor with telephone in rocknet.kxsf. Now let's play some OCs. This is Weird and Wasted Connection out of their Metamorphosed album of this 2020. (laughs) 
And which fingers would urge you in Rognetot Before that, the Borders Aliens with the Beast and OCs with the Weird and Wasted Connection. This is nothing would say less in Rognetot
From Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, that was nothing with Say Less in Rocknet.kxsf. Now let's go to Leeds, to the United Kingdom, and play something by I Like Trains. This is a steady hand in Rocknet.kxsf. I am the president, I am the overfed, bigoted son of an immigrant. 
from Leeds, United Kingdom, that is I Like Trains with a Steady Hand in Rock Network KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. It's exactly 3 p.m. in San Francisco and it's exactly 9 in the morning in Melbourne, Australia. And that means that we have the absolute honor and pleasure of talking to Joey from King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Joey, how are you? What's up? Well, very happy, man, to be able to talk to you, uh, you know, uh, myself, you know, it's, a, it's an honor for, for me to talk to you, but also my fellow DJs are going crazy listening to you at this very moment. Uh, <laughs> what an absolute privilege. Awesome. How's life right now? You know, we're, we're living a weird, difficult situation at so this very moment. How's everything for you guys back in Australia? Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, it's been, um, it's been difficult. Um, we, we all live in Melbourne and like we've, um, like essentially over the last, pretty much since the start of July, we've been in a really, really strict lockdown down just specifically in our, in, in Melbourne where we, where we live, like the rest of the, because we had a, a kind of big outbreak here and like the rest of the country was kind of operating as normal, um, with numbers really low. So we've just kind of like been like, just yeah, not being able to leave the house, not being able to see anyone, and but um, essentially, like yeah, the lockdown pretty much ended for us um, this week because we've had like recorded zero numbers. Totally. So yeah, life life is good. Had a beer at a bar yesterday. It, was, it felt bizarre. How did that feel? That very first beer for in a bar for for all in, in, in all these months. Oh my god, it was the best thing I've ever tasted. <laughs> you know, it, it was uh, it was also. It was also like quite surreal. It was almost just like I don't know, nothing had happened as well at the same time. It's just like I feel like that's awesome. I feel man. Like a lot of people would be feeling like yeah, yeah just like the me- measurement of time just kind of goes out the window. Excellent. I hope that we can uh, have the same feeling ourselves here in San Francisco pretty soon. Like I was telling you, here in San Francisco, bars are still closed. Uh, you know, uh, life is still quite complicated and all that. So I hope that we can get to that point uh, soon. I'm sure that'll happen soon, hopefully. We're extremely happy about the announcement of the couple new albums that you guys will be releasing on November the 20th, KG by King yep. Lizard and Lizard Wizard. Dude, that's the most awesome news that we have received in the past six months, I can tell you that. Uh, good, yeah, we're, um, we're really excited about that record, actually. It's kind of, um, you know, to touch on the microtonal thing again, but it's also just like, I think it's one of my favorite ones we've, we've um, got come like we've made for, for ages, I reckon. Totally. So far, you have released uh, a few singles: "Automation," "Stress in the Wind," "Some of Us," and "Honey." Great, great, great tracks. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. What else can we expect from this uh, new album by King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard KG? Um, I feel like um, the rest of the record is probably my. Favorite, you know, like has my, uh, my made up of my favorite tracks. Really, like they're kind of a bit more jammy, maybe, and a bit more kind of like, yeah, like I guess like, like yeah, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's, it's interesting. Like, um, and we also made the record kind of like correspondence. Like we didn't like we for the first time we weren't kind of like in the same room together, like you know, jamming. So it kind of has an interesting feel. I don't know if, you could, if anyone could pick that up from the, the singles that we released so far but um yeah it kind of has a unique feel totally was this album recorded during lockdown you said 
Yeah, yeah. So um, a couple of the ideas were like old from, you know, like we'd had kind of kicking around for a while. Honey was quite old and... Huh. Um, but the, yeah, we started pretty much recording like once we went into lockdown, so March, April, June, uh, yeah, May this year, we were kind of, we were kind of doing it and like we didn't really have any real direct plans to how to kind of do it, but like we just cut, started sending songs to each other and I guess we had like ended up having enough for an album, so totally. that ended up was what it um, was, yeah. I, I imagine the creative process for this album was quite different from your previous albums. Um, how how weird was it to work like this for you guys? Um, it was like, I don't know, it's hard to, it, it, it wasn't necessarily weird. It was kind of huh. like liberating in a sense, you know, like we, as I said, like we were literally stuck in lockdown and we weren't allowed to leave, so, or like let alone like get together to make music. So I, feel like, I felt like it kind of was a really, kind of very lucky to be able to kind of have a creative outlet while everything was going on, you know, but, um, it was good. Like, it would, you know, the, it was you or myself or whatever. We'd have like, um, song ideas, kind of like, we might sketch them out on, on the Ableton or whatever. And then like kind of send that to, to Cavs, our drummer. And he would like, just, I guess, record himself playing drums and then kind of send his doing some back and forth. And like, eventually just kind of like, distill what was to become like whatever the song was um so yeah it was it was it was actually a fun kind of process i think Totally. Well, it's, it's great news. I mean, you guys release a lot of new, uh, a lot of music all the time. You know, like last year you guys released two albums, which were uh, simply, simply amazing. Yeah. And this 2020, well, we got one and we got the live in San Francisco in 2016. That's great. Thank you for choosing yeah. San Francisco. Thank you for choosing that gig. I was there. Uh, do you rem do oh, right. What do you remember about that specific gig uh, uh, here in 2016 in San Francisco? And why did you guys pick that uh, for an album? Um, I, yeah, we, weirdly, I think it was like one of the first, um, shows, you know, somewhere along the way, we kind of like wanted to start to record shows, like from, directly from the mixing desk. I feel like that was one of the, I feel like we weren't really doing that then, but that one we did. And, um, we essentially had it, had it archived and it was also, it was also filmed. So, yeah. um, I don't know, it's just kind of been sitting there and then like our, like US, like label crew ato they kept kind of pestering us to say like oh i think it was like a lot of their first time seeing us as well like but they kept like you've got to like do something with that 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 sf show um so finally just got around to doing it and like we've never you know i guess other than chunky shrapnel the live thing film but like we've never kind of like you know officially released a, a live thing and Yeah, it's good to be there. I think it's like it's a nice artifact of, of the time, you know. We're a different band now, but like that's kind of like it's like a really kind of fun has its kind of like moment, like loose moments in there. But um, no, it's a, it's a it's a good listen. Totally. Is there is there anything specific about San Francisco that you guys enjoy? Because I mean, you guys you guys play here quite often. You guys play here in 2019, if I am not mistaken. It was a great show too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We we love San Francisco. You know, it's it's such a such a great great um city. You know, like it's just got the obviously the history of all of the, the stuff that went on there, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just got a great feel. I, I feel we have 
we have a pretty we have a very solid connection to it. We've, we've, we've always pretty much played there ever since we've been touring the states. So yeah, what, what better city than San Francisco to bloody put a record out? Exactly, totally, man, totally. Hey, so like I mentioned before, you guys are uh, you guys have a reputation for being very prolific of uh, you know releasing a lot of new music every single year. I know this is a super weird question, but you know, in these weird times, you know, we can we can ask it. You just you're you're about to release a new album, but have you guys been working on new music in uh, you know besides KG? Oh yeah. Okay, so that's it. that's yeah, something yeah. that interests we, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No. Um, I feel like, you know, once again, like the the kind of the the process we ended up having to use to make KG now has been kind of more refined, and I feel like um, we've been really really productive. So yeah, we've got like a bunch of new stuff, kind of pretty much locked and ready to go. Like, um, cut like maybe two more records, I think, oh, pretty much fully awesome. done. done. Um, And they're, yeah, they're really, really good, like ultra, ultra happy. You know, one of them, one of them is kind of like, I'd say maybe the most experimental we've ever gone in a direction or at least the furthest from like maybe our, our original kind of like style. Um, so it might be a bit divisive, but um, I think ultimately it's kind of like a, it, really happy with it. Just, if not just purely for the fact that it's just like a, it was a challenge to kind of like, to kind of exist within its um its constraints but yeah so yeah we've got heaps of stuff and um ready to go do we know any specific dates of uh, when you guys will be releasing uh, a, one of these uh, albums you're talking about um look i think it'll probably be next year but i think we're gonna we're gonna go for a big year of music next year um considering that we you know probably won't be able to tour properly and like um And yeah, so like, uh, yeah, it'll most likely be next year, but I think um, we're going to bloody um, flood the market with our with our music. <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. That's ex excellent news for all of us uh, that follow your band, King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard. What about touring? How's Austra Australia doing uh, regarding that matter? I know Spain, they, they've been doing these uh, social distance gigs and all. Uh, a few of them get cancelled eventually anyway. How's the situation in Australia? How? What's the plan for you guys uh, to resume uh, playing live? Um, yeah, well, it's like, I guess there's no there's no plan at the moment. There's, yeah. You know, especially in, in Melbourne, like, you know, in our city, like, there's just been no, nothing has been opened. But yeah. in, like, um, other cities and I guess states across the country, like they've, you know, each state's kind of gone into lockdown and there hasn't really been any movement between states. So like Perth or Western Australia where Perth is, um, a lot of great music from there, but like they've just, they've been able to pretty much have like shows being normal because they've just recorded no cases. So like, I guess once, once like it settles down over the next couple of months here, hopefully the, the, Um, people are free to move around the country and then, you know, or even just, I guess, first have to start with being able to play a show in Melbourne. But yeah, so I feel like it'll be like touring on a, on an Australia, on the Australian front and then we'll just have to see what happens next year with, um, with vaccines and whatnot and who knows. So yeah, we're just kind of like biding our time and yeah. we're, we're excited to 
but just like make as much music as we can, you know. Of course, totally, man. Well, I hope this this is over as, as soon as possible, and you guys can come back to the U.S. to to California to San Francisco, because again, you know, uh, uh, having you guys uh, release new music and see you guys live, you guys make the world a better place for for all of us. Ah, uh, that's so nice. Yeah, it's um, it's it's hard at the moment, but I think it'll um, we'll, we'll all get over it and. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's just it is what it is. Hey, it's um, we try and be be as positive as positive as we can, and exactly. we're in a privileged position to be able to. Totally. What about your your, your, your side? Yeah, your side project, uh, Bulland. Uh, what, do, do we have any 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 plans for new music for your side project? Um, yeah, always always um, fiddling away in that world. Um, you know, the, the thing is, I guess, like whenever whenever the the Giz train is rolling and Stu's on the, you know, let's make music front. It's kind of like it's all in on that. So kind of, um, we've been yeah, as I said, we've been really busy in the on the Giz world, but like stuff's starting to wrap up a bit now. So um, I'm kind of excited to get back into the bloody the techno world. I bought a bunch of like modular synthesizers, yeah, and I'm slowly figuring out how to navigate through that, and hopefully can make some stuff and like eventually incorporate that into to some music stuff as well that'd be super interesting man that would be a really really cool uh, mix right there well Joey thank you so much yeah. for taking the time to, to take this call to you know to do the interview uh, like I said not only well you guys know how how huge of a following you guys have here in San Francisco in America in general so I really really appreciate uh, that you're taking the, the call it's quite early in Australia 9 in the morning 9.13 now What's your plan for today? What yeah, are you doing for the rest of the day? Um, well, I'm currently walking around in my pajamas, um, having a cup of having a cup of Joe. Um, but I am pretty sure I'll just um, get back into the studio and just like do gift stuff. Really, like we're all oh, just yeah. kind of like established our own studios and stuff, so we're able to kind of just work, um, kind of. Of course, totally. Cool, Joey. Yeah. Let's play a song by uh, by you guys, by King Gizzard, out of the uh, out of KG to celebrate this interview. Which song would you like me to play for San Francisco? Uh, let's go. That's a jam right there, exactly. Joey, thank you so much. And again, like I said, uh, when this is all over, uh, come back to San Francisco, come to KXSF. It'd be dope to hang out with you guys uh, for a live session or just beer or whatever. I'm so excited to do that. It'd be so awesome. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. And have a great, great uh, day in, uh, in Australia. Okay, thanks for having me. Good to chat. Thank you, man. Take care. See ya. See ya. Excellent. Uh, that was Joey Walker from uh, King Gizzard on the Lizard Wizard in RockNet.kxs1.5 FM, San Francisco. And to celebrate that interview, let's play Straws in the Wind. Galvanizing as he requested in RockNet.kxs1.4 FM.
Coming uh, 2020 KG album. This is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard in Rock Network KX7 2.5 FM San Francisco. That's the 199th interview that we have done in around 20 months. Let's see who the 200th will be next week. Uh, we have a couple of great ideas in mind, by the way. Support for KXSF comes from the Barrel Room San Francisco. In non-COVID times, the Barrel Room showcases the cuisine, wine, and spirits of different regions of the world with rotating menus. The Barrel Room has been forced to close temporarily, but plan to be back in better days. We wish Barrel Room owner Sarah and her staff the best of luck and thank them for their ongoing support of KXSF San Francisco Community Radio. Hi, this is Amir Sperlow from the bands Never Bored and Iron Maiden. I know you love KXSF because they support and promote local businesses, artists, and bands. Please consider giving back so they can keep doing it. You can donate online right now. Go to kxsf.fm and click support. Any amount helps. Let's keep nonprofit community radio alive. Rock on KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. Yes, indeed. Uh, please remember that we're in the middle of a fundraising drive. We're trying to raise money so we can stay on the air. So all you have to do if you want to help us and if you appreciate what we do for San Francisco, for the music scene and for you all, please go to the website at kxsf.fm. Look for the donate button, click on it, and give us uh, whatever you can. Five bucks, ten dollars, twenty euros, uh, thirty pounds, uh, whatever you want. Uh, to help us stay on the air. Now let's go and play something by TV Priest, by a brand new single. This is Decoration in Rockmoto at set until 4 p.m.
Out of their 2020 album Operas through Honey Hive, this is TV Priest with decoration in Rocknet.kxc7.5FM San Francisco. Now let's do this retirement party with Runaway Dog in Rocknet.kxc7.
from Chicago, Illinois, that's Retirement Party. With Runaway Dog in Rock Metal KXSF. Now let's go to Los Angeles, California and play something by Low Tom. This is Start Paying in Rock Metal at KXSF until 4 p.m. From Los Angeles, California, that's Low Tom with Start Paying in Rocknetto KXSF, and this is part of their LP2 album of this 2020. Now let's go and play something by Fontaine's DC, a live version of a lucid dream in Rocknetto KXSF.
That's a live version of uh, A Lucid Dream by Fontaine's DC. In rock metal at KXSF. Now a classic. In rock metal. Until 4 p.m.
stairs into no man's land Lights are flashing, cars are crashing, getting frequent now I've got the spirit, lose the feeling, let it out somehow Out of the 1979 classic Unknown Pleasures, that was Joy Division with Disorder in Rocknet.kxs. Let's go back to Los Angeles and to new music. And let's play something by Lebanon Hanover. This is Third Eye in Shanghai in Rocknet.kxs.
It's a brand new single by Lebanon Hanover from Los Angeles, California to the world. Third Eye in Shanghai. Out of their 2020 album Sci-Fi Sky. Through Fabrica Records. Let's go now to Belarus and play something by Molkat Doma. In Rock Metal, KXSF, until 4 p.m.
from Belarus, this is Molka Toma with Knietka in Rocknet.kxsf 102.5 FM San Francisco. Let's come back to San Francisco and let's play something by Topographies. See You As You Fail, brand new single in Rocknet.kxsf. By Topographies, brand new single from this 2020 through Funeral Party Records. Now let's go and play something by A Place to Bury Strangers. This is Easy Life in Romantic Places.
a place to bury strangers with easy life out of the 2020 rare mid album and with this we finish one more edition of rocknet.kx 702.5 fm san francisco thanks to chelsea green for joining us chelsea wolf for joining us for a live phone interview it was really really dope thanks to joey from king gizzard and lizard wizard as well for taking the call all the way back in Australia and thanks to every single one of you that called, texted or sent messages via social media. It is our, our, absolute, our absolute pleasure to be uh, your, sound, your soundtrack for this afternoon. We're going to close this down with a song by the Marias. Bop it up. Thank you. Agur escorricasco. Adios. Thanks. I'll talk to you next week. San Francisco. Pop it up. Pop it up.